Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good evening, everybody. In this video, we're going to take a look at the breaking news that came out today about King Charles and the extent of how serious this cancer thing is. We have got also the Nostradamus prediction and we've got the news that Prince Harry is flying home. So we're going to take a look at all three of these things. Apologies, I've not been on with the live streams for the past two weeks. We have been relocating and this is the first stream from the new location. But we are doing well. And we are back in action at Wood Unleashed. We'll be here Wednesday. All right, so let's have a look at what's happened first before we go over to Nostradamus. Let's see. So the news came out today that King Charles was diagnosed with cancer. And then shortly thereafter, there was a news story that said Prince Harry is going to fly to London in the coming days and has spoken with King Charles about the shock cancer diagnosis. And we will be looking at the line of succession shortly as well. So, he's going to be leaving California for Britain. It is not yet clear if Meghan Markle or the kids, Archie and Lilibet, are coming with him. I know we've had a lot of speculation about the reunification of King Charles and Harry and what could possibly provoke that. I think it was with NT or George the Giant Slayer, we talked about how blood is thicker than water and there would be the return of the prodigal son. So is this part of that beginning? We will find out. So King Charles contacted both the Duke of Sussex and the Prince of Wales personally to tell them of his cancer diagnosis before it was announced by Buckingham Palace. As soon as they heard he was having trouble with his prostate, I thought there might be more than the news stories were letting on, and that seems to be the case. So a source close to Prince Harry has said that he had immediately decided to come to the UK as soon as possible to be by his father's side. Experts have claimed that Harry's dash to Britain indicates how serious the king's condition is. Wow. And our hearts go out to anyone with cancer. Some of you are well aware that my little niece was diagnosed with leukemia a year and a half. Ten years later now, after having intensive chemotherapy and everything, she's still suffering, having hundreds, sometimes dozens of seizures a week. Yeah, it's... um. The big C is no joke. We've lost a few people to it as well. So Prince Harry is going to come and see his father. The source close to the Duke said, the Duke did speak with his father about his diagnosis. He's traveling to see his majesty in the coming days. Former BBC Royal correspondent, uh, 
Jenny Bond said she hoped that King Charles III's cancer diagnosis will bring a reconciliation with Prince Harry. It'll be interesting to see how that plays out. And I'm sure on Friday night, Royal Mess, there's going to be lots of discussion about that. So Harry's estranged brother, William, is also in close contact with his father, but neither brother has made a public statement yet. The heir to the throne, who returns to public duties this week after helping to settle his wife, the Princess of Wales, at home as she is recovering from abdominal surgery. He may also undertake some duties on behalf of his father in addition to his own diary of engagements while the king undergoes treatment. So I'll read the actual statement that came from Buckingham Palace. It's got the royal seal on it. It says Royal Communications. And we've got during the king's recent hospital procedure for benign prostate enlargement, a separate issue of concern was noted. Subsequent diagnostic tests have identified a form of cancer. His Majesty has today commenced the schedule of regular treatments, during which time he has been advised by dozens, I'm sorry, by doctors to postpone public facing duties. Throughout this period, His Majesty will continue to undertake state business and official paperwork as usual. The King is grateful to his medical team for their swift intervention, which was made possible thanks to his recent hospital procedure. He remains wholly positive about his treatment and looks forward to returning to full public duty as soon as possible. His Majesty has chosen to share his diagnosis to prevent speculation in the hope it may assist public understanding for all those around the world who are affected by cancer. So before I continue that news, let me just check the chat. We've got almost 800 right now. So put a one in the chat if you think it's a good thing that Harry is coming back to see his dad. Put a two in the chat if you don't think it's a good thing. Thanks, Kaza. Let's um, get those likes up. Appreciate that. Cheers. Yep. Most people are saying that it is a good thing. Put a free in the chat if you think that Megan should come out as well. Or if you think Megan should stay put, put a four in the chat. Got a couple of twos in there, mostly ones. And you guys want Megan to come out, or do you want her to stay put? Looks like that's a four. Unanimously, people are saying Megan should stay put. Well, thanks for those guys. All right, so continuing the news. As the King's cancer news has shocked Britain today, the Commonwealth and the world, it has also emerged that Prince William will now shoulder more responsibility than ever, initially without Kate by his side. Queen Camilla is expected to step up to royal engagements as Charles takes the break from public duties to focus on his treatment. And quite often when people go in for one thing, something else is discovered. I mean, with the prostate, they recommend that I think anyone over the age of 50 in the UK can go in and have some free tests. 
It's not like the States where they charge you through the roof as soon as you walk through the doctor's door or through the hospital door. And the surprising thing is a lot of people don't take up these tests. The prostate being where it is on the body, some people would rather it were not examined. I can understand, you know, embarrassments and stuff, but if it can save your life, I would urge as many people to do so, especially in this country where the test is free. I think if you are over 50. So if they get it early enough, then it can prevent serious consequences, including fatality. So sources are suggesting that this cancer is in a different part of the king's body, but was discovered during the surgery last week. Right. Prince Harry was last in the UK over the summer when he attended an event for a kid's charity. However, he did not meet with the royal family during that visit before heading to Germany for his Invictus Games, where he met up with Meghan. He attended the coronation last May, but left London just hours after the ceremony to return to Montecito. Harry is believed to be in contact with his father and sources are claiming there has been no reproachment with William, who is said to have been left upset by the Sussexes' attacks on the royal family since Megxit. The new visit proposed will raise hopes that there could be some thawing in the relations which have been rocky since he and Meghan emigrated in 2020. And this news about King Charles's cancer diagnosis has come as a shock to the world. He's only 75 years old and he returned to London from Sandringham to begin the treatment immediately. So the fact that they're saying begin the treatment immediately means no time can be wasted. This is pretty damn serious stuff. And we're going to look at succession and Nostradamus soon as we continue this video. So Buckingham Palace said in a statement that the separate issue of concern was noted during this examination. They're not specifying what form of cancer it is, but he has commenced regular treatments and he's been told to get on with them and stop his public appearances. And they expressed gratitude to the public. He will continue to receive red boxes and process state documents during treatment. King Charles has no plans to appoint councillors of state. But the palace spokesman said, regrettably, a number of his public engagements are being rearranged or postponed. If you look at the amount of public engagements these royal family members do, especially the king or queen, it is absolutely insane. I don't know how a 75 years old to keep up with that. Must have some bloody stamina. His Majesty would like to apologize to all those who may be disappointed or inconvenienced as a consequence. It is understood details of the King's Diary are still being worked on and it is not yet known when a full programme of engagements will begin. Reacting to the news, Prime Minister Rishi Sunak. Boo. 
What a profiteer that person is. Tweeted, wishing his majesty a full and speedy recovery. I have no doubt he'll be back to full strength in no time. And I know the whole country will be wishing him well. Labour leader Sakia Starmer tweeted, On behalf of the Labour Party, I wish His Majesty all the very best for his recovery. We look forward to seeing him back to swift, full health. Commons Speaker Sir Lindsay Hoyle told MPs, I know the whole House will wish to join me in expressing our sympathies with His Majesty the King following the news announcement this evening. Our thoughts are, of course, with his majesty and his family and we'd all wish to send him our very best wishes for the successful treatment and a speedy recovery following tonight's news well he needs to get on that special oil we're not allowed to discuss on this channel the diagnosis is likely to be professionally devastating for charles who is the longest serving heir to the throne in british history before he became king on the death of his mother QE2 on September 8, 2022. Imagine you've waited that long to become the king and you're just going at it with gusto and then all of a sudden, you know, within, what, months, just over a year, you get hit with something so hard, the whole thing you've been waiting for is hanging in the balance. I can't imagine what that must be to deal with psychologically. King Charles hit the ground running with three state visits overseas, hosting two incoming state visits to the UK and undertaking hundreds of public engagements each year, taking on a punishing official workload well into his 70s. Anyone who can work that hard into their 70s, that is a positive attribute, definitely. Aides have said he has relished the challenge and was hugely enjoying his royal role. But this new diagnosis is posing serious questions for the working of the monarchy, with fewer working members of the royal family and the Princess of Wales out of action due to what is only being called abdominal surgery. The Prince of Wales has cleared his diary to be by his wife's side and is keeping his life as normal as possible for their three children. Kensington Palace announced earlier today, however, that he would resume public duties this week by conducting an investiture on Wednesday at Windsor Castle, followed by a gala fundraising event for the London Air Ambulance in the evening. While his mum, Elizabeth, suffered episodic periods of ill health, over the years and underwent surgery on a number of occasions, including on her knee and cataracts, there was no major health crisis of this magnitude until the very last months of her historic 70-year reign, which leads me to believe that this reign is going to be considerably shorter because the fact that her health was so robust for so long, and this is kicking in already with Charles, I'm wishing him well and hoping he's going to recoup. But it's definitely a red light as to how other things could arise going forward. 
that could end up with the Nostradamus prediction being fulfilled. They moved to Windsor 18 months ago in order to allow their children to enjoy a more carefree childhood outside of the royal bubble until absolutely necessary. Prince George 10, who is second in line to the throne, Princess Charlotte 8, and five-year-old Prince Louis all attended a local school, Lambrook, and have settled in well at their new home, Adelaide Cottage. William and Kate's team are still based at Kensington Palace in London, their official residence, and travel up to Windsor for meetings. They must be in full battle stations mode right now, thinking if something really serious, if, if, some, if, if the big C went all the way with the dad, there's going to be another huge ceremony coming for William. So... We know how, when it comes to the royal family, every possible scenario is being prepared for with all of their advisors and all of their aides. They've got to all be at battle stations right now. Questions will inevitably be asked how practicable it will be for them to do so now. The king has largely enjoyed very good health throughout his life apart from suffering from a cripplingly bad back. The first sign that anything was amiss with his health came on January 17, when Buckingham Palace made a surprise announcement that the king had sought treatment for an enlarging prostate. That is every man's worst nightmare. They say, you know, if the frequency of your urination is going up, um, there are signs for this. I urge people to get it checked out. Get the test in the UK. It's free. Because you got to get it before it gets out of control. The palace added that His Majesty's condition was benign and that he would attend hospital the following week for a corrective procedure. They said he was personally keen to share details of his diagnosis to encourage other men who may be experiencing symptoms to get themselves checked. You know what? I'm going to go in. I'm not having symptoms, but I'm going to get the test anyway. They sent me an email. If you're over 50, get in here. And this is a heads up for everybody. Because you never know what's coming at you on the road of life. One minute you can be enjoying everything. Next day it can all be taken away. The NHS subsequently reported an encouraging spike in people seeking more information on the website. That's a good thing. His Majesty, who was in Scotland at the time, travelled back down to Sandringham afterwards and then on to London the night before his surgery. He was admitted to the London Clinic in Marleybone, central London, on January 26, with his wife, Queen Camilla, by his side. Buckingham Palace said he wanted to thank everyone for their good wishes and was delighted to learn that his diagnosis was having a positive impact on public health awareness. Fantastic. He was finally released on Monday last week after three nights in hospital and said to be doing well. He initially resided at Clarence House. I've actually went to a fundraiser at Clarence House. It is magnificent. It was a fundraiser for prisoners abroad a charity who helped me and do absolutely fantastic work helping UK citizens who are in foreign prisons. So 
He initially resided at Clarence House, London, London residence, in order to be close to his doctors before returning to Sandringham with his wife. Queen Camilla has continued to undertake public engagements, telling members of the public that her husband was doing fine and looking forward to getting back to work. Last Tuesday, she told well-wishers Charles was getting on and doing his best and adding, thank goodness. So, one in every three men over the age of 50 will have symptoms of an enlarged prostate, which include needing to visit the loo more frequently, with more urgency, and difficulty emptying the bladder. It is known as benign prostatic hyperplasia, and it does not usually pose a serious threat to health, and it is not cancer. But patients may need to have several tests for the condition to rule out the possibility they have another illness with similar symptoms, such as the big C. Surgery is usually one only recommended for moderate to severe symptoms that have not responded to medicine. So Mark Drakeford, the first minister of Wales, wished the king a full and swift recovery following the diagnosis for the big C. In a post on X, he said, I'm saddened to hear the news that HM King Charles III is facing further health challenges. My thoughts and those of people across Wales will be with him and his family this evening. I send my very best wishes as he starts treatment for a full and swift recovery. And then in Welsh, Gwelhad Buan. Northern Ireland's new First Minister, Michelle O'Neill, who is leader of Sinn Féin, is a Republican, wish the King a full and speedy recovery. I am very sorry to hear of King Charles's illness and I want to wish him well for his treatment and a full and speedy recovery. She posted on X. Chief Rabbi Sir Ephraim Muris said, I am saddened to have heard about His Majesty the King's diagnosis. I know that the Jewish communities of Great Britain and the Commonwealth will join me in wishing him a refua shalima, which means a complete and swift recovery. Health and Social Care Secretary Victoria Atkins wrote on X, My thoughts are with King Charles and the whole royal family. His decision to share his diagnosis to assist public understanding for all those affected by the big C is commendable. Wishing His Majesty the very best and looking forward to seeing him resume his public duties. Shadow Health Secretary Wes Streeting, who received treatment for kidney cancer in 2021, said, One in two of us will develop the big C during our lives, but millions more are affected when someone they love is diagnosed with it. Sending best wishes to His Majesty for his treatment and to his family as they support him throughout. All right, so we're going to look at the line of succession next, and then we're going to go over to Nostradamus. So another question for the chat before I go over there. Put a one in the chat if you think Nostradamus's predictions about King Charles are going to come true. Put a two in the chat if you think Nostradamus is absolute baloney. Let's see, because what's happened today is supportive of Nostradamus's predictions coming true. We're getting ones, ones, ones right now. Got a two there from Sally. Thank you. All right. 
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over and plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's his prediction from Graham? Right, we're going to get to that, Graham. Let's just look at... Just to clarify this, we want to know about the line of succession. Many people have asked, you know, if certain members of the royal family went down in a plane crash or something, what would happen? And for security purposes, they travel separately. Like I said, the aides and the planners are over every scenario that could possibly happen for these people. And that's why William right now must be going through various scenarios. So, of course, Prince William is the first in line to the throne. Formerly the Duke of Cambridge, he is now known as the Prince of Wales after the Queen's death. He is King Charles's first kid. And when he becomes King, Kate Middleton, the Princess of Wales, will be known as Queen Consort. There was controversy over Charles. Altering the Queen Consort for Camilla. And there's been lots of debate about that. All right, so Prince George, William and Kate's first son, is the second in line to the throne after his father. He's nine years old. He will be known as King George VII when he becomes monarch. And until then, his parents want him to have as normal of an upbringing as possible. Good luck with that. It's nothing normal when it comes to being born into the royal family. Princess Charlotte, after an amendment made to the Succession to the Crown Act in 2013, which means eldest children, regardless of sex, will succeed the throne first, Princess Charlotte is third in line to the throne after her big brother. But before the Act's amendment, her younger brother, Louis, would have been ahead of her in the line of succession simply because of his gender. For if Prince George has children one day, they will be first in the line of succession. This is where it gets complicated. So, we've got five-year-old Prince Louis, the third kid, He's fourth in line to the throne after his older siblings. All right, I've got another one for the chat then. So if you had a king and you've got sons and daughters, do you think it is correct that the law was changed so it goes by order of age? Put one. So irregardless of sex, 
put one. So do you think it was correct that it was changed? Do you think it was incorrect that it was changed and that the males should have precedence over the females? So I'm with the ones, and it looks like it is unanimously ones. It seems that that, that is a sexist, antiquated rule. So yeah, good riddance. All right, I've talked about who is fourth in line to the throne. My next question for the chat, who is fifth in line to the throne? First person to guess in the chat will get some free tickets to see the Michael Francis show, which I am hosting in the UK. Fifth in line to the throne. Come on, guys. Prince Andrew? Nope. <laughs> yep. And Harry is Harry. It's Harry. Let me see who was first. Hold on a second. Christy Furchild. Christy Fairchild, you just won two free tickets for the Michael Francis show. My email address is in the description box below this video. Send me an email. I'm assuming you're in the UK. You have to be in the UK to go. If you're not in the UK, I'll have to give them to the next person, which was Vivian Jenkins. And then we've got Arabelle Marie. So all you guys send me an email and we'll figure out all right. Yep, it is indeed Prince Harry. So as the second child of King Charles III and the late Princess Diana, Prince Harry is fifth in line for the throne after his brother, nephews and niece. Meghan Markle is not in line for the throne, much like the Duchess of Cambridge, but the two children are... So, can anyone in the chat guess who is six in line for the phone? Again, if you get it first, I'm going to hook you up with some free tickets for the Michael Francis show if you are in the UK. Yes, Jeanette, Jeanette Beswick. Archie is six in line for the phone. Jeanette was first. And then we've got, um, who else have we got? Is it Kaza? Jeanette. So, yeah, check out my email address, Jeanette, in the description box. And I will hook you up with some tickets. And then we've got Vivian Jenkins again. Yeah, and Kaza. We've got um, Mel. Mel. Well done, guys. All right, so... We've got Archie, six in line. Then we've got Lilibet, seventh in line. With her name, a nod to the royal family's nickname for the QE2. And a middle name, Diana, a nod to Princess Diana. Ooh. Oh, dear. We arrive at eighth in line to the throne. Boo. <laughs> Who's going to guess eighth in line to the throne? Let's see who comes in first. Again, a couple of free tickets for the Francis show if you're in the UK. Send me the email, and it is Mirzamar. Mirzamar is first. Diana Urbina is second. Tuppence is third. 
So Mizamar, you you won those if you're in the UK. Um email me for them. Right. Yep. Prince Andrew indeed. Eighth in line to the throne. Oh dear. His children are also in the line of succession as well as his grandchildren. So that takes us over. Prince Beatrice is ninth in line to the throne. And her daughter, Sienna Elizabeth Mabellimosi, is 10th in line to the throne. Princess Eugenie, Princess Beatrice's younger sister and daughter to Prince Andrew and Rebecca Ferguson, is 11th in line to the throne. Her son with husband Jack Brookshank, Master Auguste Brooksbank, is 12th in line. Typo there. Following the Princess of York in succession is Prince Edward, the Duke of Edinburgh, his two children, then Princess Anne, her children and grandchildren. So there you have it. Next, we are going over to the prophecy of Nostradamus. Let's see what the Nostradamus prediction was. Nostradamus and the prediction about King Charles III that threatens the monarchy. Now, I did read the prophecies of Nostradamus almost 20 years ago. They are written in a way that is subject to interpretation. So whenever you do read or come across one of his prophecies, you've always got to look at it as being through the filter of the person who's interpreted it. So in this case, there was a lot of speculation when he took over the throne about what Nostradamus, the 16th century French apothecary and soothsayer, it all went viral. According to the latest reading, one prophecy points directly to the British royal house. He published his book, The Prophecies, in three parts in 1555, 1557, and 1568. It is a collection of 942 poetic quatrains that supposedly foretell future events. One concerning the House of Windsor. In one of the quatrains of his book, which also predicted the attack on the Twin Towers, the assassination of JFK, and the death of QE2, there is a prophecy that appears to point to the British royal family. Wow, this is giving me goosebumps after today's news. The sudden death of the first character. He will be changed, and another will be placed in his kingdom. He wrote more than 460 years ago. According to various interpretations, a prophecy indicates that the British crown will not be able to follow its normal line of succession. I'm getting even more goosebumps reading this now. Sinister events will put an end to this, and a person who never expected to become king will take power. Some pundits even suggesting Harry the Duke of Sussex, even though William, as we've just discussed, 
is currently first in line to the throne. So, one interpretation is, a man who never expected to become king will assume the throne. However, there is another prediction that could shake the reign of King Charles III. According to it, three children will ruin the people. Ruin the people? What does that mean? And several experts point to Prince William's three kids. Quote, Near the coast, three beautiful children are born. They will ruin the people when they come of age. They will change the kingdom and you will not see it grow anymore. <laughs> this is so spooky. Wow. Oh my goodness. That's just sent chills up my back. Nostradamus. And how did Nostradamus meet his fate? Let's have a quick look. Nostradamus. He was the diviner. French astrologer, apothecary physician, reputed seer, best known for his book. His father's family were originally Jewish, but converted to Catholicism a generation before he was born. He studied at the University of Avignon, but was forced to leave after just over a year when the university closed due to an outbreak of the plague. No wonder he was making predictions. It was... Um, End times, wasn't it, kind of? He died on the 1st or 2nd of July, 1566. He suffered from severe gout towards the end of his life, which eventually developed into edema. And many popular authors have retold apocryphal legends about his life. He has been credited with having accurately predicted many major world events. And some people believe he has supernatural prophetic abilities. But others maintain that the associations made between world events and his quatrains are the results of sometimes deliberate misinterpretations or translations. Academics argue that his predictions are characteristically vague, meaning they could be applied to virtually anything and are useless for determining whether the author had any real prophetic powers. He began to move away from medicine and towards the occult. Following popular trends, he wrote an almanac for 1550 for the first time in print, Latinizing his name to Nostradamus. He was so encouraged by the almanac's success that he decided to write one or more annually. Taken together... They are known to have contained at least 6,338 prophecies, as well as at least 11 annual calendars, all of them starting on the 1st of January. It is in response to the almanacs that the nobility and other prominent people from far away soon started asking for horoscopes and psychic advice from him. We are doing psychics interviews every Friday night after the Royal Mess though he generally expected his clients to supply the birth charts on which those will be based rather than calculating them himself as a professional astrologer would have done. 
when obliged to attempt this himself on the basis of the published tables of the day, he did make some errors um, and failed to adjust for the figures for his client's place or time of birth. Then he wrote his quatrains. Let's see if we can get some of the accuracy of these predictions. Let's see. We've got the contents of the quatrains. He has predicted plagues, earthquakes, wars, floods, invasions, murders, droughts, and battles. Many of them deal with disasters. Some cover the disasters in overall terms. Others concern a single person or small group of people. Some cover a single town, others several towns in several countries. A major underlying theme is an impending invasion of Europe by Muslim forces from further east and south headed by the expected Antichrist. Wow. Directly reflecting the then current Ottoman invasions and the earlier Saracen equivalents, as well as the prior expectations of the Mirabilis Liber. All of this is presented in the context of the supposedly imminent end of the world, even though that is in fact not mentioned. A conviction that sparked numerous collections of end-time prophecies at the time, including an unpublished collection by Christopher Columbus. Views on Nostradamus have varied widely throughout history. Academic views such as those of Jacques Halbron regard them as fakes. So there's a wide spectrum of views about his claims. Supporters agree that he predicted the Great Fire of London, the French Revolution, the rise of Napoleon, the rise of Hitler, both world wars, and the nuclear destruction of Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Authors claim that he predicted whatever major event had just happened at the time of each of the book's publication, including the Apollo moon landing in 69, the Space Shuttle Challenger disaster, the death of Princess Di, the attacks on the World Trade Center. Wow. So it looks like, even though it is open to interpretation, he has hit the mark. There's tons and tons of stuff about him on the internet. So if you guys want to follow up with that. All right, I'm going to wrap up now. We'll be back for Outward Unleashed on Wednesday Thanks for tuning in, guys. We've got the Royal Mess on Friday, followed by the Psychic. And every Sunday night, we've got the True Crime Podcast. Glad that I'm stationed in my new headquarters. I know many of you are wondering where Ziggy is. He's not in the house right now. But I'll bring him on the screen because he, we have found that he's extremely ticklish and he's got a riotous laughter, a wild man-like laughter. And here he is. <laughs> 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 on that note <laughs> take care take care wherever you are in the world and if you are in the UK and you're worried about your prostate don't be embarrassed go in and get it checked out for God's sake don't be putting your life on the line it's not worth it much love and respect from London with LinkedIn Jobs we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. 
LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply.